investment advisory services provided by Drake & Associates, LLC, a state of Wisconsin registered investment advisor. Insurance products are offered through a separate company, Loft Financial Advisory Group, LLC, a Wisconsin insurance agency. Clients are under no obligation to purchase any recommended insurance products. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. While we believe the information in the show is reliable, we cannot guarantee its accuracy. Neither Drake & Associates or Loft Financial Advisory Group accepts any liability for the use of the information discussed. Opinions expressed are subject to change without notice and are not intended as investment advice or a solicitation for the purchase or sale of any security. Please consult your financial professional before making any investment decision. Before you start planning your retirement party, make sure you've got your retirement plan. You can never be too prepared for life after work, and we're here to help. This is Retirement Ready with Tony Drake on WTMJ. Good afternoon and welcome to the Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ. I'm certified financial planner Tony Drake, joined by none other than Brad Allen today. So the duo is here. we got a great topic today, Brad. I think this is probably the biggest question, at least, that I get in the office. And it's really, you know, as folks kind of prepare for retirement, it's that question just about everybody seems to have. It seems to happen across the board, whether you have millions of dollars or feel you're really underprepared. And, you know, that's when I run out of money. Do I have enough money? Am I going to be okay? And it's really, I think, a question about longevity and what we would refer to in the business as longevity risk. And it's a big, big topic that folks are afraid of, but it really is a lot more manageable than I think people assume or think about. Yeah, you know, when, when people come in and see us for the first time, running out of money is often their biggest concern. You know, you start drawing from these assets that you've been saving your whole life, and, and rightfully so. A lot of people are worried that they're going to live, outlive their money, you know. And a recent study shows that about three-quarters of Americans are worried about having enough money to live wow. comfortably in retirement. Wow. Uh, and there's legitimate reasons for those concerns. You know, I think one of those could be lack of savings, right? I mean, a lot of surveys have shown that workers just haven't saved enough in retirement. And, you know, families headed by adults between ages of 50 and 55 have on average about 8,000 in savings. Yeah. Not 80, you know, 8,000. And it's not much better for workers between 56 and 61. They jump up to 17,000, but not nearly enough. And, you know, when you really think about, you know, I'm not a big fan of these kind of preset ratios or anything, but, you know, on average, you want to have somewhere eight to 10 times the final salary at retirement. And, when I say I'm not a fan of that, Brad, it's really because, you know, I've talked about it before, but it's that income stool in retirement. Mm -hmm. So imagine you have a stool that's balancing on three legs, and this stool is going to be a visual representation of our income in retirement. Well, for most people, that stool, those legs are the pension, if you're fortunate enough to have one. Now, we know that's a dying breed, right? right, right. I mean, so many companies took the pension away, and Right, wrong, or indifferent, when we had the pension-style plans, there was a couple of things that worked in an employee's or a worker's favor. That was the employer had to make the contributions. The employer was responsible for, you know, what investment choices were going to be made. In fact, in many cases, if it didn't perform well, the employer had to dump in extra money. Well, when we switched to the 401k-style plans, now the earnest of the contributions really maybe you have a small match but really the bulk of it is on the employee right so now the employee has to make the contributions and 
probably even worse, the employee has to make the investment choices. Now, a lot of retirees that you and I meet with, I think, have done a great job educating themselves, learning how to make investments, maybe have gotten outside counsel on which funds to pick. But so many people look at that quarterly statement, Brad, and they say, boy, this fund did great last quarter. I'm going to jump into that one. Right. Well, we've all heard all the legal disclosures, you know, past performance is an indicative of, of future results. And it's a legal requirement to say that, but it's also important to understand it's true, right? I mean, just because something did well in the past doesn't mean it will continue to. We see that with big companies all the time. There's big companies that, you know, many people thought would be here forever that aren't today. You know, so, you know, that, that really changed. And so now most people in 401ks, if you look at statistically, just don't do very well. Yeah. And then the second leg is the Social Security, right? And that's why we talk about it, you know, just about every week and we teach classes on it. But it's so important to maximize Social Security, really make sure that income stream is strong. And then the third, of course, is the nest egg. So the reason I say I'm not a big fan of these eight to ten times, or if you're taking out this percentage or less, or you need this dollar amount, well, maybe you're fortunate enough to have a big pension. You sat down with Brad, and Brad you know, showed you how to maximize Social Security, and you're living on your income. Well, then maybe our nest egg isn't that that third leg isn't quite as important. So for you, you know, having a million dollars, you know, we all see the scary commercials out there, right, about how much we need. And maybe that's less pertinent to you because you have big income streams. You know, we talk about a survey that we saw recently that, that you know, really talked about the happiest people in retirement, financially at least, weren't the folks with the biggest balances. It was the folks with the biggest incomes because this big question we're talking about today, do I have enough money, am I going to be okay, starts to minimize and disappear because what happens next month? They get some new deposits, right, Brad? I mean, it's party time. I mean, you know, drain out the checking account if you want. You don't have to worry about it because it's getting replenished uh, next month. But I I think that's a valid thing to think about. But for folks who want to email in questions, we'd love to answer them for you here on on the show. It's radio at wealthwisconsin.com. That's radio at wealthwisconsin.com. And you can always visit us there at wealthwisconsin.com. We'll always have the list of the upcoming classes. A lot of great classes coming coming at you in June and July, and we'd love to have you out. But a great topic we'll explore here after the break. You're listening to the Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ. This is the Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ. I'm Tony Drake, certified financial planner. Brad Allen's here this week, of course, my uh, tag team buddy here. That's and- right. Tackling a big topic, and uh, not not to make light of it, you know, I, I, one thing I've definitely learned over the years, Brad, is that, you know, when people make this transition from working to retirement, it can be so intimidating. Mm-hmm. And, and frankly, it's a part I, I didn't anticipate when I came into this industry. You know, you, you see the commercials, right? It's the 110-year-old couple riding the horses on the beach in Hawaii, right? And And we all dream about, you know, it's party central, right? It's party time. We're going to be able to do what we want, sleep in, travel the world, work on a hot rod in the garage, whatever that word retirement means for us. And um, but but it's tough emotionally for some people. I I think, A, you know, people's identities in some cases are so tied to their career. That can be hard to separate from that. And then I think, you know, B, you know, you go from the stage of life, at least for people that were good savers, to sticking money away, putting it away, putting it away, being diligent, living with our means, budgeting, you know, not taking on debt. We can't afford all the basics we talk about mm-hmm. all the time. But, you know, then all of a sudden, not only am I in a stage of life where I'm not putting in anymore, but I'm potentially taking out to supplement my income, which is okay. I mean, that's why we saved it in the first place. 
But now, you know, the mindset of the market corrects, well, it's no big deal, I have time on my side, I'm putting money in, right? right? Maybe that's an opportunity to buy low. But now, market's down, I still have to pay my electric bill. I still have to buy, buy groceries. You know, I have obligations that I don't get to say, well, I'm going to skip those this month and wait for the market to recover. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it is a very emotional time period, and I think this concept of running out of money is really scary. Yeah, you know, I see a lot of people coming in that are trying to ease into retirement. Maybe, uh, you know, there's a lot of uh, opportunity out there for consulting work nowadays. You know, maybe you've been in the company for 40 years and you have all this experience and that next person taking your spot when you retire doesn't have that experience. There's some opportunity there to do some consulting. So I see a lot of that and, you know, bringing in some income along the way so you don't have to draw as much out of the, the assets as well. Um, you know, social security, having a conversation about taking maybe one person, if you're a couple taking social security right away to kind of ease, uh, the amount that you'll have to take out at that time. And, and maybe the other person wait as long as possible. You know, when you're thinking about social security, the survivor benefit is the one that stays down the road when one spouse passes. So if we're doing a strategy, there's not a lot of spousal benefits and things like that that are available to everybody anymore. Uh, but there are some different things that you can do to really maximize at least one of the social securities, but also bring in some income along the way so you don't have to feel like you're drawing too much out of the market. And for folks, you know, we get a lot of questions on social security. If you have some questions, please email them in at radio at wealthwisconsin.com. That's radio at wealthwisconsin.com. Excuse me, we'd love to get those answered. Or we always have classes. You come in, sit down with Brad. Brad's got some great tools where he'll show you specific to your numbers of the hundreds of strategies available, which ones are best or more most effective for you to turn on? Because it's confusing. You know, do I start early, wait for full retirement, or delay that till 70? And But, but getting back to, to the risk, Brad, I, I think that's important. I mean, especially the last couple of months, we're coming off this time period in 2017 where it was up, up, it was like a hot air balloon. It just kept going right. up, and there was very, I mean, historically, I mean, tiny percentage of volatility. But... In actuality, that was the ab- abnormal time period, not now. Now, we could argue it's a little bit more volatile than normal, certainly, but you know, you look at February, March, April, to a certain extent, a little bit more volatile than we're used to. So I think we got lulled into this pattern where you know, we're so comfortable with it going up that now it feels pretty scary. But I, I think it's important to, to take a deep breath. It's important to have a plan. You know, we talk about being an education first firm, and part of that is educating you about your risk. So we use a tool that we analyze your risk, then we'll compare your current portfolio and say, is there a discrepancy there? If there is, can we increase or reduce, depending on what you're looking for, and still make sure we're answering this question, do I have enough money, right? Because, sure, we could certainly reduce all the risk, and then you don't have enough money and you you run out, or you could take too much risk and go through a bad period, but... You know, this is an interesting statistic. In all of 2017, the S&P only had eight days where it swung more than 1%. Wow. Now, in the first couple months of this year, it's already had 28 days with more than a 1% swing. So, you know, with interest rate increases expected and all the geopolitical stuff going on, volatility is here. But, you know, again, if you have a plan... So if you sit down with us, we take the portfolio and we test it for good market periods, bad market, different inflation rates, different levels of risk. That way, when these time periods happen, even though it's scary, you get to take a deep breath and said, yep, we looked at this. Mm-hmm. We tested for this. I'm addressing this because I have this, these income streams or whatever the answer may be, but plan for it. 
don't just stick your head in the sand. I mean, my good friend Jim Peck says when you do that, you expose a very large target. But <laughs> we'll keep exploring this great topic. I want to talk about uncertainty over Social Security and how to increase longevity. You're listening to the Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ. Hey, Milwaukee, do you know what time it is? It's the Your Time, Your Dime sales event. Hobbs, Greg Hobbs here from David Hobbs Honda. We've earned so many vehicles because of our new supersized lot. So drive a nice and newer car home today using my perfect payment process designed just for you. Yes, we can do that. Honda Accord, Car of the Year, Civic, Clarity, Electric Time, CRV, Pilot, Odyssey, Certified Pre-Owned, Used Hondas. Yes, we've got that. Get a deal so fine, saving your time and your dime. Don't waste your time or your dime at those other places. That's a crime. So now's the time to drive away in a nicer, newer car, van, or truck using our exclusive, just-for-you, perfect payment process. Visit us, spin the wheel, join the Odo Club, and get oil changes for a lifetime. It's about you at David Hobbs Honda in Glendale. My name's Hobbs, Greg Hobbs, and I'm a dealer for the people. Call 1-800-NEW-HONDA for a VIP appointment. Click on HobbsHonda.com to see all the cars, accolades, and reviews. And congratulations to our amazing staff for earning the prestigious Journal Sentinel Top Workplace Award. You guys are the best. I'm Dr. Mothen Candula with Advent, and I'm pretty sure I know when the problems with your breathing triangle affect you most. At night, when you're trying to get to sleep, suddenly your nasal passages swell and you end up breathing through your mouth all night, waking up often to take a drink of water, or because your spouse is shaking you to tell you you're snoring, or worse, because the sleep apnea you have due to your dysfunctional anatomy has stopped your breathing. If you experience these problems, you know this is no way to live. So why are you continuing to live like this? Is it because you've gone elsewhere? and we're told nothing could be done? Whether it's your nasal passages that aren't allowing you to breathe freely, or your throat that's hindering your ability to sleep well, Advent has every cutting edge solution at our fingertips to restore your nasal breathing, get you back to sleeping normally again, and changing your quality of life for the better. Because your quality of life matters. Advanced ear, nose, and throat specialists. Advent.md. Hi folks, this is Hank Albert, owner of BBC Lighting. Our lighting and ceiling fan festival is going strong, and we're located right in the center of all the action. If you're downtown or at Miller Park, you're only seconds away from my showroom. There's something for everyone at BBC, including antiques, collectibles, fun for the kids, and our famous free popcorn. At my showroom, you'll see all the best brands of lighting and ceiling fans, including world-famous crystal chandeliers, high-tech track, lamps and lampshades. And did you know that BBC is the largest supplier of lighting to new home builders? That's because we offer them the lowest prices and the best service. And we'll do the same for you. I personally guarantee it. You can also see us online at bbclighting.com. BBC is open every day and is located at 20th and St. Paul Avenue across from Solberman's near the Potawatomi Casino. Getting you ready for retirement the right way. This is Retirement Ready with Tony Drake on WTMJ. You're listening to the Retirement Ready Show. I'm certified financial planner Tony Drake with Brad Allen. And today, Brad, we're talking about longevity. Do I have enough money? How do I fund my, my retirement? You know, we're living longer and longer. Volatility's back to a certain extent now and some of these scary things. But, 
You know, we talked briefly about Social Security, but I, I think folks have a lot of uncertainty about it, maybe because they just don't understand it. Yeah, I see a lot of people taking Social Security right away, not thinking about strategies, but they're just worried that it's not going to be there. You know, in a recent uh, Gallup poll, more than half of pre-retirees between the ages of 50 and 64 said they're worried about the future of Social Security. So if, if no action is taken, Social Security recipients will collect about three-quarters of their benefits that they're scheduled to receive. However, the, the fact many people miss is that Social Security is only designated, designed to replace 40% of your income. So some of the things that they're thinking about, you know, 2034, that's the date when Social Security would go down to about 79 cents on the dollar if, if they don't make any changes up until that point. But, you know, they're talking about making changes. We've seen changes in the past. Uh, the earliest you know, people could take Social Security. Their full retirement age was 65 years old. Then it went up to 66, 66 and six months, 67 years old. And, you know, we could probably see that keep increasing in the future to the point where, you know, by the time I'm there, it might be 82 years old before you can take, you know, full retirement age for Social Security. So people are living longer. They're working longer. They don't need to take it as early. So these are the, some of the things people are worried about it not being there, but they will keep making changes along the way to make sure that there's, there's still income in that bucket. Yeah, and that, that's certainly nerve-wracking. And I think you bring up a good point. You, you talk to folks a lot about, you know, viewing Social Security as an asset versus right. just an income stream. And, you know, you talk about that 6% growth from 62 to full retirement. For most people, that's probably between 66 and 67 nowadays. But, you know, from then till 70, it grows at 8%. Yeah. I mean, guaranteed huge growth. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's a huge growth. And, and again, if you think back to my silly example of that income stool, you know, if we can get more out of Social Security, maybe you have a pension, maybe you don't. But the more we can get there, assuming you live to life expectancy and we have longevity on our, on our side, but, you know, then we don't have to take as much out of the nest egg. Right. So it circles back to our main question today. Do I have enough money? Am I going to be okay? Well, if I don't have to take as much out of your nest egg because I'm funding it with Social Security, that simply, it's just math. It means the nest egg's going to last a lot longer. You know, one of the things that we really try to focus on in the office is taxes as well. You know, if you can hold off on taking Social Security and get that guaranteed 6 or 8% growth, odds are when you first retire in those first couple of years, you're in a very low tax bracket. Maybe it makes more sense to take from your 401k or some tax-deferred accounts and pay those taxes at the lowest tax bracket you're going to be in, knowing that after 70 and a half, you're going to have to start taking money out. You're going to maybe maximize your Social Security. You'll have all this income coming in. You'll be in a higher tax bracket at that point than what you are early on. So we really want to focus on, you know, what is the best tax strategy as well to make your, your money last the longest. Yeah, that's a great point. And I think, you know, taxes are probably one of the biggest overlooked areas in a retirement income plan that I see. You know, so many folks, understandably and rightfully so, they're talking about, well, how do I lower my fees, get better returns, or, you know, all really important conversations. But in so many financial plans, I see that tax strategies are missed. Maybe there's a little bit of thought to, you know, if I take money out this year, it's taxable versus long-term capital gains, short-term, mm -hmm. you know, maybe tax-free if it's coming from a Roth or something along those lines. But not a whole lot of planning on what can I do today to control my tax brackets 10 and 20 years from now. And, you know, we have this new tax code that, that's a new deal for everybody, right? I mean, we all just wrapped up doing our taxes for last year, and that was kind of business as usual. You know, but now we have this new tax code, you know, can I do long form? Well, for most people, probably not with, with the, you know, standard deduction being higher. But, you know, for some individuals, we have this tax cut for an eight-year period. 
And for many of us, that means taxes are on sale. Mm -hmm. So there may be some opportunities, as you said, to take some of those pre-tax dollars, convert them to tax dollars. Will that mean a bigger tax bill this year? You bet. But if we can maintain that and keep an effective rate, fairly low percentage, and then we get that growing tax-free, coming out tax-free, well, again, back to my main question. We talked about that three-legged stool, and, you know, we maximize Social Security, so we're getting more out of there. So now we're taking that third leg, our nest egg, and we're supplementing income. Well, later in life, if I can keep a dollar that comes out because it's a tax-free dollar versus 20, 30, you know, whatever percentage of every dollar going to Uncle Sam, that means, again, my money lasts longer because every dollar comes out I get to keep for income. I don't have to take extra dollars out to supplement to send in for the tax bill. So it's really a fairly complex puzzle where all these pieces have to meld together. But if you sit down and really plan it properly, it makes a big difference. So after the break, I want to explore this a little bit more, Brad. I think there's some ways to increase longevity, health care, skyrocketing costs are, are a big concern. You're listening to the Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ. Thanks for spending your Saturday with us. This is the Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ. I'm Tony Drake, certified financial planner, here today with Brad Allen. Hot topic, a lot of fear, a lot of anxiety. Do I have enough money? Am I going to be okay? You know, what we call longevity risk. And I think a big factor behind it, Brad, is because, you know, longevity is increasing. Yeah, you know, it's it's great that Americans are living longer, but it means our savings have to stretch longer as well. You know, the Social Security Administration reports about a quarter of people who are 65 years old today will live past age 90. And one-tenth of them will live past age 95. So we're talking some, some higher numbers. You know, when Social Security first started, they only expected people to live till 65 years old. And now, you know, Social Security has to last a long, lot longer than that. But the other thing that people are thinking about is skyrocketing health care costs. Kind of goes hand-in-hand hand with living longer. The, the cost of health care in retirement continues to climb. So a 65-year-old couple retiring in 2018 is expected to need $280,000 to cover health care costs. That covers out-of-pocket costs but does not include expenses like over-the-counter medications, dental, and long-term care, which could top $90,000 for you know, just one year in the nursing home. So we're talking some big numbers that you have to account for, and it really comes down to putting a plan together and making sure that you are thinking about these different things you know, down the road in retirement. Yeah, that health, uh, rise in health care costs is so scary. And, you know, it's just one of those things. It, it is a challenge in planning because we just don't know, right? right? I mean, and, and so that's something that, that folks certainly have to think about. I think another issue, you know, that, that some people deal with, it's something we talk about quite often, is, is rising debt. And, you know, it just becomes such a growing problem for older folks. The average debt for households headed up by someone 75 or older is over $36,000 a couple of years ago. And just six years earlier, that number was over, you know, 30,000. So it's definitely growing. Mm -hmm. You know, we're seeing a trend where retirees are dealing with mortgages, credit card debt, and student loans. You know, it's always a hot topic. Most of those student loans are coming from helping their kids and grandkids. And it's tough, Brad. You know, I, I have three young kids. My oldest daughter, Allie, is 14 have a 10-year-old son, Anthony, a 8-year-old daughter, Ava. I know you have a whole troop and right. one, one coming, certainly. Two, two, two boys, one on the way. You guys getting a little sleep in these last couple of weeks Trying before to it's going to be, yeah. be gone soon, buddy. I hope you're sleeping in on the weekends. But, uh, you know, we all want to help the kids. But it's something I say, and I, I can't say it often enough, there are no loans in retirement. 
and it's almost uncomfortable even saying it sometimes because, again, we all want to help our kids. But if the choice is sacrificing this topic, the longevity of my retirement, because I'm not going to have enough dollars or helping the kids, the kids can get student loans. Right. I mean, we, we, we don't want them to have it as people that we love, but they can get student loans. You cannot get a loan in retirement. If you get into retirement and run out of money, you're really out of options and it's not a good place to be. So it's important to really think that decision through. Sit down with someone like us or another financial advisor. Plug in that expense of giving them money or taking on student loans and let the numbers do the talking. Look at the math and see how that affects the longevity of your dollars with you know low rates of return, higher inflation, simulate good market periods, bad market, and really see what the long-term impact of that is. You know, and then make the decision if you can help them and still have a, you know fund your your retirement, that's great. You know, inflation too is another topic I think falls in that category. You know, Brad, you talked about it earlier when social security started, people were living, you know, on average 3 years after you right. you know, you started at 62, their life expectancy was 65. It wasn't expected to last 3 decades. I mean, that's for sure. And now people are living 20, 30 years, you know. So you have to be prepared for escalating costs. I mean, sometimes we play a game at the classes we teach where, you know, who who bought the cheapest gallon of gas? The lowest one I remember was 74 cents and inevitably I always get beat by our, our you know, someone's at 18 cents or 24 cents or you know, point being though th- things go up in cost. You know, think about pick any item and think about what it cost you 20 or 30 years ago, there's going to be a tremendous difference. And that has to be a part of that income plan. You know, if you're spending 5000 a month now or 10000 or twenty, whatever the number is, that's going to be a much different number 20 and 30 years from now. So we have to account for that. And do you use the sub-2% number? Inflation has been incredibly low. Mm-hmm. Well, I like to use the 3.25% number. Now, arguably, that's a little high. That's the 100-year average. But if I'm going to error anywhere, I'd rather err on the side of giving my clients more spending money 10, 20 years from now, find out, okay, we're not actually spending that much, so we have a lot more in our nest egg than we think. I'd rather err on that than say, hey, we didn't plan for this inflation, and and we just don't have the money to fund what you're trying to do. I mean, that's a position nobody wants to be in. You know, when you're out of money, you're out of options, retirement, lifestyle, you know, what it looks like, how that word is defined changes so much. But after after the break, let's talk a little bit about, you know, sure – you know, what can we do to make sure that money lasts throughout retirement? What steps can we take? You're with the Retirement Ready Show. This is the Retirement Ready Show. I'm certified financial planner Tony Drake with Brad Allen today talking about a hot topic. Do I have enough money? Am I going to be okay? And let's explore a little bit, Brad. You know, how can we make sure we have enough money to last throughout retirement? I and mean, that, that's the big question that, that I think most retirees or, or folks maybe even approaching retirement. Maybe you're not quite there yet, but, you know, it's really kind of weighing on your mind now. That That's what I think we all want to know. Yeah, I think one of the biggest things that is often missed, and a lot of people that come to the office don't have one yet, but they put one together, is a budget. Uh, just like in, in your working years, you should build a budget for retirement five to ten uh, years before you plan to retire. So write down that budget. Taking into account your debt load, your essential costs, and your entertainment spending, maybe traveling, things like that. And remember that there are three phases to retirement. So there's the early years. The early years of retirement can be the most expensive because your mind and body are feeling good and you're excited to try new things without the the nine-to-five job holding you back. So that's when you're going to start to travel. That's when you do all the things that you want to do, like the hobbies and uh, things like that. But then you have the middle retirement. 
So you'll settle down a bit about 10 years into retirement. You probably won't travel as much. You'll probably relax more and spend more time with family. So middle retirement may be the least expensive phase. However, expect to spend more on health care as you start to need more medical appointments, things like that. So you may also face additional expenses like medical equipment and updates to your home to make it more accessible. In addition to spending less on travel and hobbies, you may cut down on expenses by maybe downsizing to a, a smaller house, things like that. And then we come up on the, the later years of retirement. So while some retirees will continue to travel and maintain hobbies, maybe they do the, the snowbird thing in the winter, um, but many other factors are, are facing the realities of, of declining health, things like that. So healthcare expenses will likely be the highest during this phase, including you know things like doctor's visits and, and possibly long-term care, number one transfer of wealth in the country. So make sure you're budgeting for these expenses. You may also want to consider looking into long-term care insurance, something that can help you maybe supplement some of those costs. Uh, it could help with the, the nursing homes, assisted living, maybe even in-home care services, which could be more popular down the road with all the baby boomers that are retiring. Yeah, I think that long-term care, boy, it's such an animal to try to wrestle and get your arms around. And, you know, it's just one of those topics. I mean, it's our job to bring it up and to mm -hmm. talk to folks about it. But, you know, there's so many folks that it's just feels, I think, emotionally more comfortable to stick our... I mean, nobody wants to wind up in a nursing home. I mean, imagine that. I mean, you know, my, my grandmother and grandpa were two of my heroes and had health issues at the end. I think grandma in particular, one of the most brilliant women I've ever met in my life, and and she, uh, you know, really got depressed, I think, because she got to mention she felt stupid, I think. You know, I'm reading into it a little bit, but I think she just got so frustrated that she yeah. couldn't remember things. And you just think about some of those end-of-life issues, and it's so upsetting, you know, to see a loved one go through that. You don't want to think about it happening to you, but it's something that's important to think about. I understand we got a question this week, Brad? Yeah, we do. We have a, a question from Margaret in Richfield. Her question is, what is the difference between a mutual fund and an index fund? Which is better for retirement, or should I be in both? Great question. So mutual fund and index fund, they can be very different. Those are some pretty broad terms. And, and to really answer, you know, which is better, should I be in both, really depends on your risk tolerance, what type of fund you're looking at. You have mutual funds that also track indexes. You have index funds. One big thing we're a big advocate about is really looking at the fees. You know, being aware of the internal costs of your funds. Very simple to do. There's some great resources. You can go to finra.org, F-I-N-R-A dot O-R-G. There's a tools and calculators. There's a program called Fund Analyzer. doesn't cost you a dime. And then you can simply type in your fund or your ETF and see the exact internal costs. So educate yourselves. Be aware of it. If you prefer uh, yahoo.finance.com, similar type of thing. You can plug in the fund. See the, now, you know, with, with the advent of the Internet, it sounds funny saying the advent of the Internet <laughs> nowadays, but, you know, as that came along, it became a lot easier to get that information. So so much is going to depend on your risk tolerance, but make sure you're educated. Could be both. Could be one or the other. Those are the kind of topics that we talk about. We have some upcoming classes. Unfortunately, we're all filled up for May here. But we are going to be out at the Water Street Brewery out in Delafield on June 19th and 20th. Specifically, we're going to be talking about requirement of distribution, Social Security, and taxation and tax strategies with this new tax code. I think that last topic is of so much interest to folks. How does this new tax bill affect me? You know, what can I do to really make sure I'm taking best advantage of that? And we want to show you how to control your tax brackets for the next decades, not just this year. So it's really important to learn that. Again, we're going to be out at the Water Street Brewery on June 19th and 20th. 
They do fill up quickly. I yeah. really apologize to folks. That I know they're filling up pretty quick. Is it okay? I haven't looked at. I know there's been a little frustration trying to get into some of the classes, and I apologize. But you can visit us at the website, wealthwisconsin.com, to register. That's wealthwisconsin.com, or you can call the office at four one four four zero nine seven two two six. That's four one four four zero nine seven two two six. You're listening to the Retirement Ready Show. On WTMJ. Welcome back to the Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ. Just want to thank everybody for spending some time with us. I know you have a lot of choices there on the Saturday afternoon. It feels like it's summer here finally this right. week. And, you know, lots of options. And we really appreciate you spending some time with us. I talk about being that education first firm. And it's really important to you. We work hard each week to bring some value to you. So I really hope folks are, are getting a lot out of this. If you want to access some of the archives, listen to some of the older shows, you can visit us at WealthWisconsin.com. WealthWisconsin.com. We have all the archives of the shows. You can listen to those. You can also email questions and bread at radio at WealthWisconsin.com. We like to answer those each week. That's radio at WealthWisconsin.com. But this week we're talking about, you know, longevity. That big question, it's by far and away the number one question I get in the office, and that's really, you know, do I have enough money? Am I going to be okay? In the industry, we would call it longevity risk, really the, the risk of living longer than your dollars last, whether you lose money because you, you've been spending it, maybe it's the powers of inflation, maybe it's taxes eating up more than it should, you know, and, and those are all our issues we have to address. So. You know, how, how do you tackle that, Brad? How do people make a plan for withdrawals or an income plan? Yeah, well, before you hit retirement, you need to make a plan on which accounts you're going to draw from first. You know, we kind of touched on it a little bit before, but you may want to begin with withdrawing from taxable investment accounts first so the money in the tax-free accounts can continue to grow. So maybe you don't have a pension. Maybe you're going to hold off on Social Security. So those first couple of years on, uh, of retirement are the, the lowest taxable years for you. You're in the lowest tax bracket that you can be in. be a great opportunity to start taking money out of the, the taxable, like the, the 401K, the traditional IRAs, pay the taxes at that lowest bracket, knowing that down the road you're going to be in a higher bracket when 70 and a half comes around and Social Security turns on, all those different things. So, you know, and we're... Uh, sitting down with a, a person in the office or a couple in the office, we're looking at all these different factors. We have our, our 360 plan that we put together. It's a retirement plan, and we kind of go through everything. We look at, number one, what is Social Security? What options are out there for you? Out of the 500, you know, maybe one or two makes the most sense. We can kind of play around with that and figure that out. Uh, maybe you have, we talked about debt and retirement. Maybe you have some debt. We can create a, a, a plan for you to get that debt paid off. You know, there's different ways you can do it, and, you know, what is the quickest way to get rid of this that, especially when you're on a fixed income. Uh, we look at expenses. We create a budget with you. We, we try to figure all these things out that will be dropping off down the road, like traveling or maybe a mortgage or things like that as well. So, you know, putting these, these kind of things into a retirement plan, planning for long-term care, planning for risk, you know, the ups and the downs of the market. What happens if 2008 happens again? How much money would you lose with the assets that you currently have? So really just putting this plan together and having a plan going forward, tax strategies, all these kind, all these kind of things you have to think about is really important. So you want to sit down with somebody, uh, a financial professional that can help you walk through all these different topics and, and start putting that together for you. Yeah, I think that's important. And, you know, we talk about, in fact, Brad, I just got back, I, I was out last week at the NASDAQ, and I got to speak there. It was really uh, quite an honor. And one of the topics, I spoke there and at the Harvard Business Club in New York, and, 
It's always fun to go to New York. I don't get there too often, but you know, you're in Times Square. Did you get lost at all? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I, <laughs> I, you know, funny. I have my phone out to have the map up, and the buildings are so tall. Sometimes you lose the signal, so right. it does, so I didn't know which way to turn. But uh, good old Wisconsin boy, lost in Times Square. It's uh, probably some good jokes in there somewhere. But um, you know, one of the things I was talking about on the Nasdaq was, was the educating. You know, the, the clients and retirees specifically really need to be educated nowadays, and and I think that's important. And this income plan is really a part of that. If you're working with someone that just kind of looks at you and says, ah, you're going to be fine, don't worry about it. Or don't worry about that, i got to figure it out. No, it's your money. You should worry about it. And I think there should there, there's some very amazing tools nowadays where we can bring up folks sit down in our office. We have the big flat screens on the wall. And we can walk them through. If inflation is, you know, 2% versus 3% versus 35 if we average rates of return of X, Y, or Z, if we go through good periods, bad periods, this is the outcome. Then that way when you come and you say, hey, we can't take these winters anymore, and we're thinking about going down to Arizona for three months out of the winter, and it's going to cost this much. Instead of me saying, oh, don't worry about it. I can plug that expense in. We can inflate that expense up over the years. You can see the impact of it on your dollars long term, and then you can simply decide, is that worth it to me? So really make sure you're working with someone that's putting education first. Love to have you join us in one of our classes. We have some upcoming classes on June 19th and 20th. You can register right at WealthWisconsin.com. That's WealthWisconsin.com. Or you can always call in during the week at 414 414- Four zero nine seven two two six. That's four one four four zero nine seven two two six. And next week we got another great topic. I hope folks can join us next Saturday, same time uh, and place. Of course, we're going to talk about health, wealth, and happiness. The three really go hand in hand. And if retirees want to re- achieve all three, it's really important that they take some steps now to protect their health and their wealth. Thanks for spending some time with us. This is the Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ. The proceeding was a paid program. Advice and opinions expressed during Retirement Ready are solely that of the hosts or guests of Drake & Associates and not WTMJ Radio or Scripps Media Incorporated.